Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to another issue of Comic Book Tales. In today's issue, we're going to discuss what makes an ideal hero. Now, notice I didn't say a good hero. Uh, we talked about before what makes a good villain. Uh, a good hero, by its nature, is good. A hero is good. So, we're not going to say that, but an ideal hero. Who makes up the qualities? Uh, and maybe this person doesn't exist in the comics today, but maybe they do. So, what we can discuss that at a different time as well. But what what characteristics make up a good hero? Something you want to root for, somebody you want to cheer for, somebody you want to read more about. Uh, and I've come up with some things that I think uh, make up a good hero. Maybe you have some different principles that you'd like to see. First one is they have to be moral. They have to be an individual who is morally grounded. I don't mean mores, meaning the, the societal uh, societal choices. Um, you know, Europeans are considered more open than Americans. Um, not, not like that. That's a more. Moral meaning they know the difference between right and wrong. Okay, what's wrong is wrong, what's right is right, and it, it, you can't parse it. There's not a an, an ideal hero isn't doesn't live in the gray. They're they're black and white, and that's what we like. We like absolutes in our heroes and morally absolute, ethical. Same thing. While something may not be illegal, may not be morally wrong, is it ethically wrong? Does it does it smack of uh, impropriety. Uh, there's an old saying that you can't be seen to do things even if they're not wrong, if they look like they're wrong and they're ethically challenged. If if that's the case, then you're put in compromising positions. And athletes, professional athletes do this all the time. They get themselves in compromising positions where they may not have done anything at that moment, but it looks like to the average person they may have done something wrong or their preponderance of evidence looks like that. So you can't be ethically challenged where everything is, again, gray. It's got to be black and white for an ideal hero. They have to have principles. An ideal hero has principles. They, they stand by a code of conduct and ethics, morality, as we've talked about. They have something they stand for. It's not just ambiguous running through life. So a principled, morally, ethically upright individual can't be an anti-hero and this has become more popular as things get grittier and, and harsher because our our tastes have changed uh, the Punisher was introduced in the 70s as an anti-hero just think about that for a second the Punisher kills criminals okay murder is wrong but we're celebrating the Punisher as a hero he's always had a strange situation in the Marvel Universe where he's a hero, sort of, but he's not exactly a hero. Uh, that's an anti-hero. Walter White from Breaking Bad, if you've watched that show. That's an anti-hero. He's, he's obviously a criminal, but we root for him because we've been conditioned in the course of a show or a comic to feel like he's got some reason. There's a rationale for what he does. He's really not hurting people that don't deserve to get hurt. That's an anti-hero. And an ideal hero can't be an anti-hero. That's the opposite of hero. Uh, they can't be preachy. And I think this is important as well because 
if you've got a hero who's always telling you how much of a hero they are, or they're always they've got platitudes to direct you, then it's not really going to work. Most most readers will be turned off by that. Most viewers will be turned off by a movie or a comic or a TV show that, that has a preachy uh, hero. Nobody wants to be reminded constantly of their faults, and a hero does that. A hero reminds us reminds us of our faults. And we have to understand that we're that's something to aspire to. It isn't necessarily something we can always be. But if somebody is condescending, and that goes into the next one, superior without being superior. If you're condescending as a hero, then you're less heroic. You're not an ideal hero. You're a flawed hero, um, but in a bad way. You're flawed in a very um, difficult way for most people to relate to. Uh, again, it's a moral absolute black and white you can be flawed and that goes into number seven learning from mistakes you can be flawed because it makes you human but you can't be so flawed that you're all flaw uh, if that makes any sense you, you've got to learn from what you are and be better the next time if you're presented with a similar situation so just to touch into the dc universe superman is not a he's superior and somewhat preachy, and you're going to see that in the new Batman versus Superman movie. I think you're going to see some of that. Superman is preachy, but without understanding that you, when you act superior to others, they kind of resent you for it. And you're not learning from your mistakes. You're, you keep doing the same thing over again. That's what Einstein used to say. If you do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. So you keep shoving this person down our throats as... Uh, Holier than now, superior, greater. It, it resent people resent that. Um, in the Marvel universe, Doctor Octopus took over Peter Parker's body and, and became the superior Spider-Man because he thought he could be the best hero. He could be a better hero than Spider-Man had been because he was he was intelligent. He was more intelligent than Peter Parker was. So he felt like this is my opportunity to show how he can be the best hero. What it all turned into was eventually he realized. Every time he thought he was doing something heroic, he ended up causing more problems and more issues and that he'd have to go back and fix and kind of correct. And you can't be superior. You've got to be flawed. And people are willing to help somebody who's mildly flawed. They're not willing to help somebody who is constantly flawed or just feels like they don't need help from others. It doesn't work so well. So the last principle, and then we'll get into who might uh, fit this build. Last principles, the individual follows the principles, not just the words. We've all had somebody in our lives who, or maybe it was a parent, who said, listen to me because I said it and I'm your parent. And don't do what I do, do what I say. Well, we all emulate actions of those around us. We don't emulate necessarily the words. Because words, while they have meaning and they have value in a written form or spoken form, such as we have here, it's actions that truly speak louder than words. It, it's it's a cliche, but it, it truly is the reason we do what we do. So if you see a police officer uh, speeding and you're saying, well, wait a minute, why are they allowed to speed? They're not chasing anybody. They're just speeding down the highway. You start to have less respect for the police because you're expected to follow the rules, but they aren't. Um, you see somebody cutting in line. You go, wait a minute. I'm supposed to stand in line and wait for my turn, but you cut the line. So if you're going to cut the line, I'm going to cut the line. Society breaks down when when we have rules that only certain people have to follow. 
and other people just skirt those rules and they don't they're just basically that's what they are so we have that issue and I think it's important to understand that but it's also important to understand that this ideal hero understands we cannot have uh, principles without action you know if you don't need to back up the words then they don't mean anything and they're, therefore they're, they're irrelevant and I think when we get right down to it, do we have any of those heroes currently existing in the Marvel Universe? Um, Punisher is definitely not an example because the Punisher would, is an anti-hero. He breaks the law. He has a moral and ethical code, but it's it's not in line with what anybody else would consider morally or ethically correct. So that's got to be a challenge. Um, you look at the Avengers, Iron Man, probably not. He's superior and feels superior. He acts superior. Uh, Mr. Fantastic, uh, maybe, but he's he doesn't. He's a reluctant hero. He doesn't really want to be a hero. Um, I think the person that embodies this the best is Captain America, Steve Rogers. And I mean Steve Rogers, not anybody else. Steve Rogers epitomizes this. He's morally and ethically sound. He's principled. He stands up for the American dream of what he perceives the American dream to be. He's not an anti-hero. Where he falls short maybe is a little bit in the preachy department. Um, basically, he is uh, feeling as though this is something I can try to push off on everybody else. When it was killing uh, criminals, he had that big conundrum with Hawkeye and we don't kill, the Avengers don't kill. And then Hawkeye's wife, Mockingbird, ends up killing her uh, uh, her abuser uh, in an alternate timeline. So... Hawkeye had a problem with that because his idol, Steve Rogers, said, no, we don't do this. So it's it's a challenge, but I think it's something that fits for this character. And he's superior without being superior, Captain America. He learns from his mistakes. He's learned to be a little bit grittier by the time he becomes Secret Avengers. Um, his current incarnation as a grumpy old man, he might have gone a little too far in that direction. He seems much more jaded and cynical than you remember Steve Rogers being. But he does follow the principles, not just the words. He believes in a moral, ethical code, and the principles mean something. And it means when you do something, it has to mean something to the people around you. It can't just be, uh, I'm going to do whatever, I'm going to flaunt the law because I can, because I'm a superhero. Um, he's a normal man who's enhanced, and therefore he doesn't feel special or better than anybody else. He learns from what he needs to do. He learns to find somebody's weakness and exploit it, but not because he is uh, petty, but simply because he wants to overcome their evil and lock them up and hopefully rehabilitate them. He's got that that um, liberal bent where he wants to rehabilitate everybody. So I think Captain America in the current Marvel Universe, Steve Rogers, not, not uh, um, the current Captain America, he epitomizes what I would say is the ideal hero currently existing today in the Marvel Universe. That may change, and maybe somebody that comes along that embodies this much better. It's not about strength. It's not about power. It's not about abilities. It's about how you conduct yourselves. There are stronger people. There are faster people. There are smarter people. But they don't have all those characteristics. So that's my thoughts on what makes an ideal hero. I'd love to hear from you what you think uh, makes an ideal hero. And hopefully we can... Um, discuss it later in another podcast. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to talking to you next time. Uh, and I'll, I will see you here in the comic book tales. Oh, please also, can you, uh, rate us on iTunes, 
Check us out more at Hannah Tree Productions, H-A-N-N-A-H, treeproductions.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Hannah Tree Prod, H-A-N-N-A-H-T-R-E-E-P-R-O-D. And we'd love to hear your comments and thoughts. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.